I smell like gefilte fish because I am making some for Rosh Hashanah right now. So what? If you had oh, like a I, smell I feel like you just broke news here, Becky. I didn't know that was happening over at your house. You're like, I'm making break, some stuff. Breaking news. Well, because I don't want to get anyone's hopes up. I've made it many times with our mom, but I've never made it on my own. So I don't know. Like, I don't want to build it up. Say, I make yeah. it because like, I don't know what it's going to taste like. Too much hype. If there's too much yeah. hype. I'm just, it's a super fish. like, yeah. it's like a low key gefilte fish thing happening. You, you were in no my good. kitchen today and just casually said oh maybe ali should ali's my wife ali should make your <laughs> apple cake I, i'm pretty busy I, you didn't I, mention that you're I've overloaded attempting- my menu Welcome to another episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. It is on the eve of the eve of Rosh Hashanah. And every year we try to give you phenomenal Rosh Hashanah content. And this year we have an incredible guest. We have Shelly Pack, who is an actor, writer, producer, an improviser. She's performed with the Groundlings, Second City, uh, whose line is it anyway? She was on the Discovery Channel, and how I discovered her personally was through a algorithmic recommendation of her hilarious film, Chasing Molly. But she's done so many incredible things, and she was willing to come on this show. And she's also, is it fair to say you're incredibly Jewish? <laughs> I'd say I'm like Jewish light. I'm oh. like, you know, I, I, I love the Jewish culture. But, you know, I'm probably going to eat bread on Passover. Okay, got it. it. That's a great, that's a great kind of way to encapsulate it. Give us, yeah, that gives us a lot to work with. But you're Jewish enough to know some beer cut on his own. Yeah, like you. Yeah, I know, I know the prayers. I know I could probably read Hebrew with vowels, but I wouldn't know what it was saying. Got it. Yeah, that's still, that you're still, that's still dropping some pretty excellent knowledge. I have a friend who, my friend Rafi from childhood used to gauge people's quote unquote Jewishness by what they would be willing to eat and not eat at McDonald's. So there was the people who wouldn't go into McDonald's at all. And then there were like the bacon cheeseburger people. But then there were the like my friend Josh, who comes would on our like show a lot. Fish at a Order McDonald's. the fish. The Order fish the fillet. Fish. <laughs> the fish is acceptable. Yeah, I don't I don't keep kosher, but I don't I'm so picky and finicky. I could probably be like, oh, yeah, it's because of my religion. But it's really just because I'm like a finicky. Good cover. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think anyone past like the teenage years can eat McDonald's without going into shock. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we have with us Shelly Pack and um, we're going to get into our there's going to be some good Rosh Hashanah stuff in this week. Okay. Rosh Hashanah to everyone. Rosh Hashanah to That's very sweet. Um, but I, I think we got to just jump into the, we got to just jump into yeah, talking to there's Shelley. So much to talk there's about. so much to talk about. Um, so I'll, I'll just, I'll just start us off um, and then we'll go around here. Okay. Shelly, uh, you're, you, where do you start? Like, where does your origin story? Is it in the improv world? Is it in the acting world? Is it in the writing world? It's in the improv world, for sure. Um, My basis is improv comedy. And then you kind of realize, especially as a female comedian, that if you want parts or you want to be seen how you want to be seen, if you want to be like the funny one and not like, you know, the one who's always playing the foil for the male comedian to shine, um, you got to write. You got to write for yourself. Make content. Um, And then I became a producer because I wanted to have my writing and me you know, acting to be seen. So I was like, well, I got to kind of figure out how to make this all happen. And that's, you know, production. I never woke up and said, I want to be a producer. It's kind of thankless unless it's your production, right? Mm -hmm. Or you're being paid, you know, tons of money. Um, Even then uh, being a producer is really hard. Um, But that's how I got started was an improv comedy. Um, You'll see a lot of actors in my movie are improvisers Mm -hmm. that I've either known or known along the way. And I, I hired improvisers because in independent filmmaking, you don't have 20 or 30 takes. We're not doing tons of reverses. 
three, <laughs> three or four takes, which all we're going to get, make sure we get coverage and we're moving on. We're doing a lot. We're filming a lot because it's independent. And so I need people who don't need any time to warm up. I need you to get me gold the first time and then we can play and then we can have some fun. Um, but they didn't need any time to warm up I, right out of the gate. You know, I knew I was going to set my actors up for success. I knew a lot of the improvisers. So I was able to write for them specifically because I had worked up with them before. So, so you mentioned uh, so one of the topics that we focus on often on our show is not just women, but Jewish women and characters breaking out of that. The woman plays the foil for yes. the for for the for the man. Um, and particularly, we, we've noticed a pattern of maybe Jewish women being classified that way often um, uh, when you when you look at the trail of certain stereotypical characters. Um, how where where have you found people most receptive to your character? Like, I don't we don't need to talk about bad about the people that weren't. We don't um, even, they don't exist to me. The, so the, uh, I don't even uh, know who they are. But but when you when you want to write in your voice, have you have you just found that? People are the the folks that are in your movie are obviously supportive, but do people gravitate that as long as you put that out there, or are you also swimming upstream while you're doing that, trying to demonstrate that this is viable? I feel like if you follow what you think is funny and put it out there, you'll the people who need to see that or want to see that will gravitate towards it. Does it disrupt stuff to see a female as the lead, as being the funny one and being the hero? Yes. Does it upset people? Yeah. But then what you get in the reverse are people who are like, finally, thank you. You know, thank you for turning all these stereotypes on their head. You know, uh, the casting office where you go in, you're like, uh oh, but then I saved the day. Right. So you want to turn these stereotypes that I've seen in comedy and and turn them on their head. And so while, yes, a lot of people are, you know, maybe don't get it or, or kind of like don't, aren't ready to see that. Okay. Thanks for watching. Have a nice day, you know? <laughs> well, um, but then there are people who do like it, love it. And I didn't come to make things that I think that I think people will like, I have to make something that I, I think is funny. Cause at the end of the day, you do get so many people that, you know, want to share their lovely opinion and we value all of it. <laughs> mm -hmm. But if it's not positive, I need to love it so much that it, that it just, I can let it go because I believe, because I think it's good and funny. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Well, it's, it's hilarious. And, and particularly Molly, but really in all of the stuff now, and I've watched now, I think quite a few many clips and, and things with you, your characters always seem to have a lot of agency and are, are moving the action are saying the thing that moves things along or coming up with the idea. Um, and I, and it's, it's wonderful. Um, I'm going to hand it to Lily and Becky, Lily or Becky, who's going to go first here. I never hundred percent sure. It looks like Lily is. For, for for what exactly? Because I had I a lot. I know. I just asked <laughs> a question. It's a when do you not have a problem talking? No, I know. I just want to use up my turn. Like uh, like I want to make sure I use it well. You can have, have you can have more yeah, than one. Than one turn. turn? I can have podcast. more than one turn. Okay. No, it it depends podcast. on how ta Lily talks. Lily might okay. only have one. So turn. well, I thought Becky's might want to jump in here, but um, we there's there's not much more that we love more than a fake reality show. Okay. <laughs> So the fact that you made Beverly Hills Salon, which I believe you made with Gil yeah. Hakoen, which is mm -hmm. the best last name I've ever heard. I, that's one of the reasons. That's one of the, his selling points. I was like, exactly. I already like you. Yeah, that's a great yeah. last name. Um, is literally our jam. Is something that is like real reality. I'm not. We're not as interested in, mm -hmm. but we love a bajillion dollar property situation. And um, yeah, well, how did that come about? I used to work in a hair salon. I was hoping um, you were going to say that. Yeah, I was a receptionist at a hair salon. Um, I was hoping, yeah, that'd be, that's amazing. And it was a Beverly Hills salon. And I thought, I, you know, I'm a big fan of Reno 911, you know, right. and I love improv. So I was like, well, let's do a setup where we can come up, you know, with the characters, but then we can improvise. And then, you know, every week you'd have people that the characters that came in the salon were hilarious stylists are hilarious i was like this is perfect for that and so one of my 
the hairstylist I work with, she won't want credit right now the way my hair looks, but <laughs> um, she said, yeah, you can, the hair salon I use is a Beverly Hills salon, so I can film there. So that actually started me really getting uh, proficient and becoming like mastering production. Amazing. Getting a lot yeah. accomplished, you know, okay, you've got the salon for two days. <laughs> I need to shoot, you know, 50 seeds in three days and two of them are salon and one's you better really get good at booking your actors, timing, getting the equipment. Talk about moving things along. Maybe that's why my character's like, let's go. Like I'm actually <laughs> and chip chop. Um, so it I really getting good at not only producing, but then having to be the writer and an act like the acting part. I was like, oh, that's finally the easy part. The hard mm-hmm. part is getting everyone and getting everything moving, the props, the, you know music every beverly hills salon the theme song has to be made up you know everything <laughs> right. um i was yeah go ahead i was just saying, i was just watching your from your reel the scene where one of the other people one of the other women puts mdma in, in the coffee, coffee. <laughs> so funny i just so yeah, I was watching that before and the tr- just the trailer for the show is great i Thank love you. the trailer Thank you. And yes, you'll see some of the familiar faces in Beverly Hills Salon are in Chasing Molly. I use, and I think a lot of directors, you know, or you'll see Christopher Guest movies, they know right. their home run hitters. They right. know the ones that I can give them anything in there. So Mike and Drew, the cops, they're in Beverly Hills Salon, you know, Jeff Lewis, you know, Skull Leaper, he's in uh, you know, Beverly Hills Salon. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you really start to work with people and you're like, okay, you know, when I have, and then I'll do their projects. You know, we kind of do that for each other, you know? Um, but it, I got really good at, at producing uh, my own content, which was one of the re- main reasons. And Beverly Hills song was just so fun. Like yeah, getting it's to do really a fake fun. reality show. Come on. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, getting to use also improv. I love, even if it's a written line, like in the movie, people think it's more improvised than it is. It seems that way because I want it to be natural. I want I, I want you to come in the room and say, hi, how mm-hmm. are you doing? How you would, not like you're reading a script. Mm-hmm. And I think improvisers are already just kind of doing their thing naturally. Um, so it doesn't feel like scripted. I can't stand, I'm sure you guys, like I love film. I love watching movies. If I feel like they're acting, reading a script, it's mm-hmm. cookie cutter, I it turns me off to it like mm-hmm. immediately. Um, so I was like, you know, I want to make something that I want to watch and that I, and you just know that you got to trust too, uh, your sense of humor. People are like, well, do you want to know what people think? If it's nice. Yeah. If not, <laughs> then it's like, you can make a movie or I thanks, but I'm not, I'm not, it's not necessary for me to get everybody's feedback on it. If it's <laughs> negative, then I don't owe it to anyone to like take it in. Right. I trust my own sense of like comedy. That confidence absolutely comes through, mm-hmm. which is, which is amazing. I mean, it's like envious to have, like, you can feel that confidence. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you, Lily. I appreciate that. I really do. That for sure. Comes Especially, through. you know, that's a big thing. And a lot of why I feel like women, you know, it, it's more challenging that to be like, I'm doing this, this is that. It's it's not common mm-hmm. in an already male dominated field, especially comedy. Especially, right. oh wow, especially yeah. comedy. Especially comedy. Improv, I'm always like, and I didn't want to be the woman, you know. Right. I'm I'm the I'm funny, too, you know, and even to be the woman, you had to be the top of your game just to get the role of being the woman in the comedy right. world, and that just you know, then you have to be a thousand times better just to you know, play just to be in the playhouse. Um, so for me, yeah, I don't want to wait around for anything. That's why Beverly Hills Salon, Keep It Green that I, that went to Discovery oh, yeah. Channel was a web so series I started. It's it amazing. I want to, I want to describe. I was jumping to more of my resume. No, no, no. no, no. I was going to yeah. say, I want to describe. That's next Keep on our green. list. I want to describe Keep It Green for our listeners. So the way my experience of Keep It Green is imagine a very, very Jewish, simple life. Like where, exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. I didn't put it but, in the notes. But I didn't like, put it in like, the notes, but just your outfit. But, your but, outfit is so good. Yeah. 
and 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 unlike in the simple life where they where Paris Hilton and 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 uh, Richie Nicole Richie, who are, I don't think are necessarily dumb people, but they project like a dumbness. Right, they're playing you, dumb girls. You and your co-star yeah. are not dumb. I'm I'm with you guys being like, no, I'm not going to touch that gross stuff either. Why would I want to do that? So uh, and like uh, just the, the the all the innuendo, like nature <laughs> has so much like room for like gross jokes or sex jokes okay. and all the innuendo that you guys and like the people that you're with. I'm not sure if it's on purpose. They're kind of playing it straight. And they maybe are because they're real people. They didn't right. know what, what to right. They're like legitimately just regular people. They're and like, you guys aren't are being you? dumb. You're being super smart about it, about the comedy. It's just so funny. We wanted to do like a fish out of water. Like we found most of the stuff about the environment was very like, it's sad and that's the end. And let's, and I was like, well, well, what else? Like, well, what can we do? And I'm not, I'm not, we're coming like, we're not experts at all we're fish out of water you know we're wearing the but we wanted to make it fun so it's like a lucy and ethel uh, uh right. you know yeah. like you said simple a jewish simple mm-hmm. life perfect exactly we are not where we belong but that's okay if work can do it you can do it so it's like these are things that you can do um and we're not coming from a preachy standpoint look at us we have we have no clue and we're trying our best that's great and then we're I like, like the let's B make guy. it funny it's like well, everything's so sad. It's very entertaining. <laughs> it's very I and I and I relate. There's a moment where you're on a, a bus, you're taking public transportation, you're like, oh, but there's like a taxi right there. There's like a taxi going right by. Can we just get in the taxi? It's it's very relatable. <laughs> and that's the thing. Everything I felt was so like, I know I'm not the one saving the mm-hmm. environment. I'm sorry. Like, hell, what did I do? And it was just very sad. And I just thought, let's make this fun. And just put it out there. And it wasn't like till a year or so after we had like moved on to another project that Discovery Channel was like, we're doing an mm-hmm. environment show. Send us all your stuff. So it's just to people out there, you know, they always want to know how. And I just started making my own stuff. It wasn't a big can We had a little dinky camera, which I actually used for Chasing Molly as like a joke camera. I had like a broken screen on it. That was the camera we used to shoot our first Keep It Green episodes. Um, so you don't have to have money, which we didn't, but we had fun. We would shoot it. We'd yeah. edit it on iMovie ourselves before I learned how to do, you know, Final Cut. And we just edit it and put it up and, you know, it led to, to what it did. But we, making we, your own content and having your own voice, I would, to anyone who wants to know how, I would say, you know, we, we've create been talk- something. We've been talking to folks in the independent film world lately, and consistently what we hear is if you're not going to have money, the content has to be really good and the people <laughs> executing it does. And <laughs> this, this really, this really shows it. Okay. Becky is our sister that has worked in the actual film industry, but I don't know if her questions will have anything to do with it. Beck, how about you? What do you Oh, have? I actually, well, I, I worked in documentary for a long time and I actually wanted to ask you about appearing in the, in the short um, that short documentary, Dashiell, um, A Journey Through Autism, which is very moving. Um, and it's a very, very moving story. It's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful short film um, about uh, a young man um, with uh, autism spectrum disorder. What's the, what's the correct terminology? Yeah, no, he, autism we say he's, disorder. I like to say he has autism. It's not like he's autistic because I feel mm-hmm. like it's something he has. It doesn't define him. Um, Dashiell, so this now we're going to talk about like my heart, heart. Um, <clears throat> working, you know, I just started giving, wanted to give back, you know, in ways that I could. I feel so blessed to be able to do what I love. And I started working with uh, kids and teens with autism and quickly learned that improv comedy is a way to reach them because I wouldn't say like, oh, what are you doing? Like, what is that? Mm-hmm. I'm li- I'm going to play with you. You, you roll whatever. with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, yeah. So I'd sit, I'd get in his world, play with him. And then one day we were in class and uh, I heard him kind of humming along the song. And I, it just occurred to me like, well, maybe the music is too loud. A lot of our kids and teens on the spectrum, they have a lot of like um, sound. Sensory. Yeah. Sensory. Yes, exactly. So I said, let's stop the music. And I started singing, I don't have a good voice, which probably encouraged everyone else in the room. And he just started singing. So through music. 
So I quickly also learned that the arts is a way to reach um, this beautiful community that has so much creativity, but yet so misunderstood and not able to be given the chance. And so we start singing, he types, he wants to write songs. We start writing songs. Now he goes, you know, he's already graduated from high school. Wow. Um, but my passion is definitely giving, you know, the neurodiverse community a way to shine. I work with, you know, a lot of kids and teens that verbal speaking is not how they communicate. They type to communicate and or they'll say one word, but the creativity is there. So my job is to find a way to get that out. And I had a whole class of teens who are, they call multimodality communicators, which Ooh. basically means they use different ways to communicate mm -hmm. than language. And everyone said, they're not going to move. They're not going to dance. They can't do this. They can't. I was like, stop telling me what they can't do. <laughs> Cut to, we just did a whole music video, shot on 5K, Whoa. live instruments. They're looking like the stars that they are. And they have a whole music video now that it's their words. I just, you know, put my thing on it, made it kind of happen for them and believed in them. And they would type, thank you for believing in us. This is a dream wow. come true. It's, a, it's, such an, it's such an incredible way to apply all of the skills and knowledge you've obtained as a producer to actually produce in a way that, or produce something that is like so powerful and so meaningful to, to other people. And that's, wow. I didn't Can realize you, and, that. And, I didn't and, realize all of that and, from, the, from and, the short. And and in in my following your art, I have Chasing Molly, which I I just rewatched pieces of, which includes you like making jokes about guys putting drugs in various body holes, right? Right. And we go from <laughs> yes, that. Yes, yes, we go from that to you like such a funny milking, conversation. Milking milking cows with like pigs and keep it green. Um. And then the next video comes up is this absolutely poignant um, uh, documentary where you're, I mean, you're, you're, you're featured in it um, having much like the conversation we're having right now. And um, so anyways, it's very, uh, it, it's very, um, it really says a lot about you. It says a lot about how much heart is behind all of the, the like how, and, and I would say, it seems like you have a command of when you want to be the funny person and when you want to be the cuddlier person. They can also both be the same person. Is that, right. is that right? That's right. And it's a, it's not one. And the, I mean, obviously, you know, I can never promote my movie to my kids, but I have <laughs> students in chasing Molly where I had to tell them because they want to be actors. A lot of my students, they want to be seen. Right. Of course, mm -hmm. why should they be represented? So one of my students who's in it, um, I said just that. I said, listen, it's about drugs. It's this, it's that. It's fine. So you'll say, Nick, you know, how is how's the movie? I bought drugs from Shelly. Because <laughs> they're so honest. <laughs> they don't lie. <laughs> and that's true. He did in the movie buy drugs from Shelly. But it's just the way he said it. You know, I bought drugs from Shelly. Like you need to give a little context around that, or I you can need a little context, buddy. <laughs> But, uh, you know, one of the right. kids who plays like, you know, the kid who's possessed or is, you know, when I get one of the first houses that I cleanse, yeah. he's one of my students. So uh, I yeah. just want to make it like, and they don't have to play autistic characters. They just want to yeah. be acting like, right. they're like, like in the end of the movie, we're just like everybody else. Right. So yeah. I also, and it's my passion that as I produce, I, it's all inclusive, um, you know, anyone that has a desire, um, I want to make sure that there's representation, that actors are diverse mm -hmm. and that I can be that kind of beacon. Like, yes, it might be more challenging at times production wise, but then what you get out of it is is way worth it. You have some actors who won't come out because they uh, you know, didn't get brown rice. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whereas my actors would genuinely just have a physical, they can't be in their body for that long. So mm -hmm. right it's a, I said that, you know, they said, I'm sorry. I said, listen, don't apologize. We're getting the best work your cast. Cause you're the best you for this part. Just don't worry about that other stuff. I'll take care of that. Um, what's the organization? I just want to make sure that we, it's called the miracle project. Miracle. So the miracle project we use and we teach Torah. So I'm teaching Judaism to also to kids on the spectrum and they absolutely love it. Really? They, wow. said they, they can relate to the struggle 
of our people, the being isolated and not understood and then kind of on the outskirts and having to prove yourselves and the, their, their pain. Wow. So they relate a lot to Judaism in their struggle with being autistic. Being on Everyone, spot. this is Shelly Pack, who started the conversation by saying, eh, I'm not so Jewish. She's light. <laughs> She's, I eat bread on Passover. I, I eat bread on Passover. Yeah, yeah, I, I know a couple I'm, prayers. I'm using the struggle prayers. of our oh, people right. to help uplift others, and I teach Torah. <laughs> Don't you want to? I mean, maybe this sounds creepier for me because I'm a guy. But how much do Lily and Becky want to hug Shelly? Right? I oh, know. I, would I really. Guys, I would hug you guys so bad. I, I, I would not. Um, I would not be even. I know when everyone in the audience sees this, you won't see my face. But I was not planning to even see these three precious angels. But God, are you guys? Cute? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I want to be a part of this. So. Uh, yes, if I, I win, I get to see you guys. I'm going to give you a hug. We'll meet. We, well, we, I, I think that's to Shai's point, though, that's a very, you know, that speaks a lot to you because so many comedic women, I feel like there are a few, and maybe this is sexist to say who I'd want to give a hug to, but I think that does speak a lot to that type of comedy. It reaches your heart. And, you know, I'd give Jerry Seinfeld a hug, although he won't hug me back because he definitely didn't hug Kesha that time. She tried to give him a hug. There's that viral video. So I wouldn't actually give him a hug, but he seems like you could if you knew him, you know, but then a, a lot of the comedy, I just, you know, it's very like I, it's it, it, people, you know, it's distant and it, well, it's yeah go ahead no i i, I want if i want to riff on that we've seen i mean becky and i just went to see amy schumer who i'd also want to give the biggest i definitely to. want to give her a hug, yeah. um uh but you know i think what you were saying before like as a as a woman needing to kind of climb that ladder extra further and then play in what is like a very rough you know that, guy yeah, environment that, you know and like i take also no having shit a persona and I, where everyone like, would want to right. hug you is pretty tough it is that like, and I see a lot of female comedians will kind of to combat that, go for that either really like hardcore sex, like I'm owning the right. sex thing, mm -hmm. right. which to me I'm always like I, I'm if I write a rom com, it's very low on the romance. Like a nice hug at the end is fine. I don't need to see all that, so you guys. That's personal, you know. Um, but I find that they might go to that extreme as a way to be like, I'm not going to take this, you know, anymore. Be kind of that hard shell. And I think that's a way of protection uh, too for female comedians. Cause it, I've been very fortunate to work with a lot of wonderful male comedians. Um, but I also think improv is a different world than let's say stand up, which is very kind of as a harsh. Yeah. The environment is, is, is a harsh, you know, it's three people, they're drunk, make me laugh. It's, and you have five minutes <laughs> to do it improv they're like well you're making it up as you go along <laughs> you know they have a little more like it's i think a warmer audience like wow we can't believe you guys are doing that whereas mm -hmm. in stand-up it's like where you better make me laugh and i find a lot of comedy and it's unfortunate you know we're we've been given the gift to uplift people and make people laugh so like when i see someone who's very intelligent they use comedy i won't name names but to hurt people or to point out a group that's different and pick on them yeah. it's like you're using your gift for evil. Like, right. Right. You're smart. Don't, you definitely don't want to hurt those people. I don't want to hurt those people either. I want to <laughs> shake them and be like, you can do better. You right. know, like. oh, that's such a, that's such a great approach. Okay. I want to do a little bit more on chasing Molly, yeah, which I saying, just got, to remind people, we actually told people last week, you can stream it on Amazon prime. So everyone, you all, we know everyone here knows how much I order on Amazon. I know everyone listening is ordering things Amazon, which means you, you are can... personally sending Jeff Bezos to space. Yeah, yeah uh, you can. Uh, you, you can. You can pop on your Amazon and watch this hilarious film. Okay, so premise of the film, everyone needs to know. The... Again, I'm going to say it's like a. It's I explained like... this to mom just now, and she was like, "Why haven't I seen that movie yet?" And I was like, "Don't you worry, we will watch it together." It... It's like a very exciting. Oh, I you need to. Watch I this would love mom. to watch this. Mom, she's gonna our laugh mom is so hilarious. Hard. So oh, get a video of is, her laughing. This is a pair of scam artist paranormal, um, like Ghostbuster type characters, or a little bit like the Frighteners, if anyone's seen that movie. Um, uh, also, there's a Jewishness about it. Who stumble onto a bag of drugs shaped like Legos and end up in a 
sort of day, I think it's like a day, a day long chase um, a series of unfortunate events having to do with crime that has everything from um, uh, <laughs> has everything from demon possession to uh, wrestling legend Kurt Angle. I'm a I'm a wrestling fan, so we'll get to speaking about Kurt Angle in a second. Um, and the one Mexican of the, drug cartel. Lazy yeah. cops. There's like yeah. There's the best pawn shop scene oh I've ever God. seen in a where, movie. Where I is, love that pawn shop where scene. Is so much. The, where is the improv cops spinoff show? Where is Thank that? Because I need to watch oh. that every day of my life. I they're I'm like sorry, the, the thing dying. in the car with the prepping for their audition. But <laughs> <laughs> their day job is police officers. They really want to be actors, but like to pay Absolutely. the bills, they're cops, which I was just they like, I love that juxtaposition. Such chemistry, the two of them. They were yes. they were phenomenal together. They had such chemistry. <laughs> and 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 then uh the thing that so I this movie was recommended to me on on the algorithm and I said, oh, well, this looks this is great. And so I, I started it. But then people, you got to listen here. The most amazing thing happens. The most amazing thing happens ever, because another thing we look for a lot on our show because of our Jewish identity is and is 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 when Jewishness appears in a film and we have um, and. We also look for when it is funny, but not the butt of the joke, which is like a very specific yes. a very needle to thread. Yes, it and, is. And your character is doing a exorcism. And I'm expecting the usual cross, holy water kind of thing. And then Molly drops the Ahavta, which is part of the Shema, a quintessential <laughs> element of Jewish <laughs> so life. And and not and not the schma, not the easy part everyone knows, like the deep cut second part, the blessing that every kid has to know in in Hebrew school. Then, or I don't know the order of these, then Birkat Hamazon. I think the Birkat is the first one. No, Birkat Hamazon. And okay, then you start doing the Passover one. And, and, you start and so, doing the four questions. And, and, and isn't the Haftorah in there? I make no, blessings the, for the, the Haftorah. For the, the blessing, yeah, to, to read so, from the Torah. From the read to read from, from the Torah. So, to read from the Torah. Okay, so what people yeah. have to understand is, right, okay, whenever, like one of the things that drives me nuts when I see a Jewish thing in, in the film is when they do the, the easiest thing. They're like, you know, put a yarmulke, have someone say shalom, play some klezmir. This is, these are the prayers where if you didn't go to Jewish summer camp or if you didn't go to Hebrew school, you do not know these prayers. These are, and they're and, deep cuts and they're deep cuts, but they're fun and they're part of our culture. And so A, they're hilarious because they're hilarious sounding in English, but B, your character seems to know what she's doing. It's like, <laughs> she's in on the joke. Like, I'll just say some Jewish deep like, cuts no to these folks. They won't have any idea. No one's gonna know what this is. And so there's an element where, I felt so included. I know it sounds, maybe you don't hear this all the time, but like I felt so seen and included oh, gosh. by really this did. joke. And you immediately texted us. You're like, girls, I just saw someone do the beer cut in a movie and it was funny. This woman managed to do the impossible. And that's hilarious. And I felt so seen but but also like so in on the joke and 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 again this is a movie about fake exorcists who go on like a drug um adventure you know like a, a drug crime adventure but i felt empowered as a jewish person by the way you used jewish identity in that comedy and it means so much to us it was so funny thank you i you know and it's funny because a lot of the people that i was working with on set they didn't know what I was doing. So to finally get my day of reckoning when you guys know <laughs> what I was talking about is awesome. Um, you know, and it's just, you know, who I like, I feel the same way. Like every time I see like someone Jewish on camera, I'm always like, uh-oh. Uh-oh, there's a moment of trepidation. Uh-oh, where's this gonna go? Um, yeah, exactly. It's like the exact it's face like, I Please don't be a stereotype. Please don't, you know, like play at us or like someone's playing right. a Jewish. I'm like, all of a sudden they're like heavy Israeli or like, they're like, uh, you know, they're like all little rabbis. I'm like, that's not how every Jewish person <laughs> is. Like, we're just people, you know, we're not like kooky characters. And so, um, yeah, I don't want to be like, and now I'm doing that. 
just the way you you watched it and perceived it is exactly you know my intention so that's that's amazing yeah and uh you know also representation representation you know should have there should be people who get to hear their you know prayers that they love out on there and it not being the butt of the joke like you said like right, we're not the right. butt of the joke um no molly's molly's this molly's this like whip smart fast thinking and and her jewishness and her jewishness isn't like part of her faults or part of her problem or part it's not an issue it's not <laughs> like thing, it's right. it's right she's not like worried that she's gonna intermarry like we don't have to like get the behind <laughs> her whole backstory of like how her mother feels about it like it's right. not all those stereotypes it's just oh i guess she she has like obviously she's jewish and that's right. why she's so smart and yes. i don't know survival skills i guess like it's not Being resourceful you not know? a big deal right that's why she's so resourceful but other than that it's not really a big deal which i loved i love that too i hate when it's like here's a woman and now it's going to be all the woman issues and who's the this and is she having kids and i was like Mm -hmm. can't she just be a person and that's and have a job like why does it if now we're going to have a woman so it's got to be about women you know trying to fight their age to have a baby or women trying to do the stereotypical woman thing when it's not their age make her way in the workplace that she's not used to and it's like can't she just have a a job why do we have to talk about all the other stuff we know we live it let's have a place where it's just like we're just people too like with and I don't want to be the focus I want the focus to be on the comedy mm-hmm. and not have to be like well because we have a woman on camera we better hit all these you know address notes. why she doesn't or why she does have kids when she gets married <laughs> i even said i think i'd have them but i don't want to it's right. like what, like right but that's it i don't want to keep in the scene like, with the kids with the and, and <laughs> there's a lot of stuff turned on its head the like drug dealer who has the baby and the carrier and the two like kids the, and the mother's left the kids like, and he's oh, that whole scene three is kids each with a different mom well, you know? right like yep. the whole that whole trope turned on its head and her i was going to ask you about this her you know she definitely doesn't make good choices and she's doesn't appear always very smart However, she's not dumb and she's not, I mean, she's very resourceful. And I have to say for someone who is actually a Jewish character, she, her anxiety is very much in check. Yes, I, I loved how chill she is and how yeah. she adapts to each. She's just like very zen. more anxious when and how relaxed, not anxious. How relaxed she is. Not anxious in some very anxiety provoking situation. That's. <laughs> I liked, yes. yeah, I liked her character a lot. Mm-hmm. It's not at all what you expect to see of her. That's yeah. that's exactly it, you know, and you want the female character to, it's not her world, right? So, it, you know, in her world, she's a master, but now she's in the drug world and she just doesn't, <laughs> she's smart, but doesn't know what what this is about, right? So it's that like, not it's almost just like an ignorance but not a lack of intelligence it's just like right, what is right. the, what is having done packing i don't even though i my <laughs> shelly knows what that is you know from right. los angeles i know what all that is <laughs> but um you know i i completely agree it's like last thing you want to see is like someone like panicking all the time i mean to me that's why i don't make horror movies i don't think it's flattering for me to be screaming all the time and running around so I was like, you know what? Comedy's for you, Shelly. I think this is. <laughs> and uh, my director, shout out to Josh Sutherland. He's my partner. We made this together. He had shot that first scene um, of the girl running through before we even start the movie, the intro. And she's running through a very authentic Indonesian village. That He sent me that. He was stuck in Indonesia. He's like, this is what I just shot. What do you think? I was like, we got to make a movie. What do we? What's a funny spin on that? you know, ghostly world. I was like, well, what if I'm a con artist, you know, and what if I we love do that? That's and, awesome. then, and then as an improviser and as a movie maker, you notice my, my character goes on an adventure partially for the movie, but we wrote it like that. So that once you saw one character and went on that adventure, then I could wrap that actor that day and move on and then go right, another right. day of shooting. So, and I'm wearing the same outfit, keep it consistent. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, a lot of what an outfit, which I really like <laughs> the wardrobe. Really great. I the love that outfit. Great. 
Bowie, thank you. It's a great outfit. And Josh, and, Josh, and Josh Sutherland also directed Dashiell. Yeah. He is. He's yeah. my business partner. He directed Chasing Molly. He directed Dashiell, Journey Through Autism. Um, and we were there when you find someone where you can work like that, you you stick with them. He does, he knows everything behind the camera. I do the on-camera stuff, and then together, you know, we just we made it happen. Just two two people mm-hmm. really like getting, you know, I, I had other movies written that I was like trying to get money for and calling investors and da da da. And I just said, if I got to start, I'm sick of asking people for money. We got to start shooting. Let's make a movie. He has a red cam, like a really nice camera. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you have the ability to write and you know, actors. And we just started chipping away. And then Kurt Angle, who's the one guy who I know, I'm not from the wrestling world, right? I just cold called his wrestling manager. No way. On Twitter. And I said, I have a script. What? If I would have called his agent, agent, they would have been like, he got the script to Kurt. Kurt read the script. His agent said, they're not paying you like any, we're paying him, but not what he deserves, not what actors make. Mm-hmm. And he said, I don't care. I oh like the God. script. I think it's funny. I'm doing this movie, which I later found and, out. And, 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 and people should know, like, uh, to your point, like, while Kurt Angle, I think he's probably done a few movies. Like he's a legend of the wrestling world. This is a guy that I I I I enjoy the business and the the gossip and everything around wrestling more than the actual action of it. I mean, you're talking about a guy that is in the top 20 most famous guys of all time. This is someone that at a wrestling convention or at a or at some kind of wrestling event, people are lined up. Yeah. lined up around the block mm-hmm. to talk to and it says a lot about both him and your writing that he was like nope i'm gonna do this and he's and talk about a guy who must have not taken himself too seriously he looked like he was having a lot of fun playing the heavy gangster. he did and he took it very seriously he is a pro you wonder why someone's a gold medalist and a champion like that right. he knew every line he He's so that's awesome professional. And, you know, in uh, working with wrestlers, you know, I didn't know what to expect, but he's done a lot of live. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, he's Mm -hmm. he was ready. And he's and he's very famous for despite the seriousness of having been a gold medalist and all these things for being up for doing what's needed for the show. That's one of the things they talk about with him, of the, the, the live skit, the skits and all that stuff. So. He's he's a champion in every sense of the word. Um, You know, he's being possessed. He's in his nice three-piece suit. He's got a broken neck. He's giving it a thousand percent being possessed physically. And you're just watching greatness. I mean, there's a reason why someone has that kind of draw and magnetism. And when when you meet him, you're like, oh, okay, I get it. (laughs) I get it. And and then you also worked with like one of the legends of the improv world. Becky and I saw her perform live with Voyage to the Stars at Sketchfest in San Francisco, Felicia Day. Yes, she's a friend. Thankfully, I was able to reach out to her. And that's also why, you know, as a comedian, I say, perform, get into groups. All the actors I that are in my movie are actors I've performed improv with. And they respect me enough. So when I did reach out to Felicia, even though she's, I mean, you won't find someone working harder or more busy than Felicia Day. And I said, Felicia, I wrote this movie. I have a part for you. I love, when and what time? I mean, that's the kind of, and again, professional. I mean, she wouldn't even take my, I mean, I paid, she wouldn't take my money. Like that's the kind of, she wanted to do it because she believed in it. She, and she loves the work, you know, you get in the act because you want to act and do things you're proud of. Mm-hmm. And actors are willing to to take the risk to do that, to even say to their agent, no, I'm doing this movie. And for Alicia, for Felicia, with her extremely, like, unimaginably busy schedule to give me a day for that. that and that, she's that, one of a kind. She's so great. That, that That's amazing. She's such a funny person. Well, okay, we're going to wrap on talking about the movie. And now we're going to test your improv skills. We're going to ask you some questions um, uh, and uh, we we might answer them too, to give you like, we don't have to play alone. Um, But every year on Russia, (laughs) sad game, you're the only player. 
Yeah. <laughs> Where, uh, every we'll judge Rosh, you, though. Every oh, yeah. year on Rosh Hashanah, we talk, we kind of infuse the holiday into our discussion of pop culture. Um, for Yom Kippur, we do an episode that is always the pop culture book of life. What what things we want to see survive to the next year. Okay. Rosh Hashanah, we play with a little bit more. And, you know, Rosh Hashanah kicks off the the 10 days of repentance. And do you, uh, until Yom Kippur, the saying sorry, do you have any pop culture repentance you want to do for 2022? Um, is there, and then my sisters might have this too. Is there anything you just like, ugh, I'm going like to do less recomm- of this next oh, year? You're gonna, or, I, thought, I mean, like you recommended to somebody and they hated. Oh, or sorry. you recommended something that you hated, oh. like something that was a complete flaw. I mean, I, didn't, I have one. amazing recommendations, so that didn't happen to me. But that, that, that could be a, just something that you are, you want to say either sorry for or, or take back um, for 2022 uh, for, for Rosh Hashanah. I mean, I am very guilty of watch. It either has to be really well written or complete trash for me to watch it. Like it has to be on either end of the spectrum. So for me, like reality shows, I'm not happy about it. I know I need to fast on Yom Kippur for all the reality (laughs) (laughs) And so, yes, I would like to definitely do better. That's a good one. But Uh, all of the like, I, I watch all of them. The 90 day fiancés, the whole. Oh my God. I, you know what's happily what's terrible after- is that I don't watch that show, but I'm always, I always read the articles about who's getting divorced. <laughs> but I don't even watch the show and I'm like, stop Why? reading Why it. Who to- cares? But I Who can't, cares? when they're like, exactly. oh, when they're like, these people are getting divorced and I'm like, oh my God, what happened? Well, they just met 90 days ago. That's what happened. But I still have to read it. <laughs> we solved the mystery on that one. Yeah. Right? They were just married <laughs> and it was a green card. <laughs> but, um, I, you know, or it has to be really well written. And then I'll what like dead to me. If you guys haven't seen oh, it. I love that. Absolute That's masterful. Liz I, Feldman, she's a fellow improviser. Talk about a female creating a show. So she created it. She wrote it. Love it's that show. From, yeah. So major shout out. I love anything written by women. So like insecure girls, uh, working moms is hilarious. Yeah. I'm not a mom, love but I them. love the show. Oh, I just think we it's a great show. Working moms. We love Big Catherine Reitman fans here. Big Catherine Reitman fans, yeah. It's so funny, and it's written by a woman, starring mm-hmm. a woman produced. So I really love to champion, you know, those shows because it's we need that representation. We need that voice. Mm-hmm. And they're really funny. It's not like silly. I like biting funny where the writing's really smart and, right. you know, edgy and out there. And uh, so I, those are the ones I, I recommend that I want to survive for the next year. Next year in Jerusalem, we should all see female written shows. Um, and then <laughs> that's my wish. And then uh, to purge, I has, I got us the reality shows. It's too much. And they keep feeding me another one. Now it's their single life. Now are they happy after single life? And I'm like, watch all of them. It's got to stop, you guys. Got to stop. <laughs> okay, and 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 so, do you have a pop culture New Year's resolution? Is there something like for me? I'm like, is this going to be the year I'm going to watch Citizen Kane? I don't know. Still haven't gotten oh, to it. No, it's I. But everyone. I has mean, those. I pretend to watch a lot of movies, and that one I've actually seen. So. Yeah, there's all the like Casablancas and the Gone with the Winds, and and I oh, I saw it's so long. Don't watch it. It's so long. It's like five Gone hours. <laughs> yeah, I saw it once. I'm like, everyone never get really that needs time to back. Be sure, I need to see this before I actually commit. <laughs> it's a long commitment. Yeah. So no, I don't. You know, and then the kids who I work with, they're like, you got to watch all the Avengers. I was like, well, how many? They're like 76. I'm like, you know what? No. <laughs> That's I'm definitely... not watching 76 Avenger no. movies so I can fill, be in this conversation. Neither guess. are Lily and Becky. That's how I, I watch. I watch like a solid 40% of those movies, Shy. Have okay? we, have you, yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. Becky, Becky, there's too many. Lily, I have to convince, but people should buy I tickets was... to watch Avengers movies with Lily because it is hilarious. She doesn't great. care what's going on. She doesn't understand what's going on. She asks a lot of questions. I have actually, this brings up, I don't just interject, Shy. How many Thor movies are there? Four. What? Have you seen the no. last one? Can we watch the last one? No. Like, no, I saw Love and Thunder. I saw oh, Ragnarok. No one wants to be part of I'm turning off this I podcast. I saw the first one. <laughs> I hate this. I Hold hate on. this There's subject. A sec- 
It turns We've done whole episodes on this, Shelly, and yeah, I yeah. literally it's terrible. Can't I didn't it. know that. I have to write a movie. I can't see another superhero There's, movie. And now, and now, and now, Sebastian Stan. This is what I, I read about a lot of stuff. So, uh, like, Sebastian Stan is now going to be in something else in the superhero things. What? Like, enough, guys. Somebody, enough. somebody just give them another uh, part for I'm other sorry. things. There can never enough. be too much Sebastian Stan. Kelsey Grammer oh, just, played I love Frasier. him, but like enough of the, of the superheroes. Kelsey Grammer played Frasier for 21 years. <laughs> I'm just saying. And that was like 22 episodes a year. Just it's a lot. TV uh, okay. All right. Now we're going to play with you our signature game. Okay. Okay. So the signature game of this show is called Buy, Rent, or Meh. It's similar to another game that exists. We're going to give yes. you three things. You know, but it's based on renting videos in the 80s when we grew up, right? So um you really so love it, you buy it. If you if you're medium about it and you rent it, and then meh, you can actually give the meh. This is where your improviser comes through. Your meh really is whatever attitude you want to give that meh. So it can be like one of disgust, it can be one of indifference, it can be one of whatever you decide it has to be. Like we don't yeah. we don't want there to be a lowest category if it doesn't have to be. Um so we were thought of con artist movies. It's this is works just as well if you've never seen them. Okay. okay. So the three options you have are Opportunity Knocks, starring Dana Carvey and Robert Loggia, which one of my favorite movies, which we watched, best actors of all time, okay. which we watched on repeat on the, on the airplane to Israel when we went to Israel when we were kids. It was the and movie. Then we show. must have gotten the VHS because I think I've oh, seen yeah. it a thousand times. For, for sure, for sure. Focus, starring. Will Smith and Margot Robbie, Margot one Robbie. of my wife's favorite movies. I, that's why I put it on there. Oh, okay, what? okay. Yeah, I he's a con artist. Yeah, they're he's like training her to be a Will con artist. Smith. And yeah. That's Ali's. That's Shy's wife's Robbie. favorite movie. That's why I put it on here. My my wife has. I the understand my wife's days. taste, but my sister I don't. don't. No. She loves them. And then uh, uh, Tom Hanks, Leonardo that's DiCaprio, Steven Spielberg. Movie. Catch me if you can. You gotta catch me if you can. Is a I've seen that it's so many. It's just so well done. It's so well written. It's so smart. Definitely uh, catch me if you can. You gotta. I would buy that one. Um, focus. I, I mean, I'm not saying don't watch it, but I, someone's favorite. It's your wife's favorite. No, it's yeah, not her favorite I, movie. No, no, no. Her. It's not her she favorite likes movie. it like she a disproportionate disproportionate amount they're exag yeah. they're exaggerating my they my i've never even heard on... of this movie so i'm making no claims to anything <laughs> i mean <laughs> who likes I don't know, it like, and who I... watches it or if it's even real it's not bad it's but... not bad yeah it's not bad but Just it's not like i'd be maybe? like well this is on the list of top i mean you know this needs to i i, I don't want to say anything about other people's work I'm, it's a good movie let's go out. let's uh it is, it i mean a, it's it's a cool movie it's a can, cool movie. It's stylistic. It's well done. Right. Um, yeah. So is okay. that getting your your rent your or, your, or your meh? It sounds like it's getting it's your rent. It's getting my meh. And, and then, then Opportunity Knocks gets your rent. Opportunity Knocks gets my rent. I love, well, Dana Carvey, it's like the oh. SN, like growing up with watching SNL. Well, that's what our comedy world was, was Saturday Night oh, yeah. Live, you right. know? So, you know, the church, like, I mean, it was just Hans and Fr It was just, you know, that was it. So anything he's doing, I'm 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 on board with. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, paranormal comedies. All right. <laughs> okay. Ghostbusters, the original Bill Murray Ghostbusters. Um, Bye. Okay. You don't uh, even know the other. You don't know the other one. No. Oh, I, I'm not playing this game right at all. Okay. okay. Evil Dead. Uh, I'm going to say Evil Dead too because that is the quintessential funny one. Bruce Campbell, Sam Raimi. Um, and then Beetlejuice. We like to make these hard because we're talking. I mean, for me, just so you know, these are three masterpieces as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah, I don't have any mez on that one. <laughs> um, I think you need to buy Ghostbusters, like a piece of art. You know, it's like a collector's <laughs> piece. Um, <laughs> Beetlejuice, great. I mean, I love different. I love stuff that's like you're not expecting it. So it's like, uh, yeah, I think you probably would want to buy. All of these. I mean, could, yeah. I mean, what happens when your internet goes out? Then what? Right? Then you <laughs> so you just want to own all of these. You got to own it. You got to own Chase and I, Molly too. I mean, I know we're talking about these right. other movies. I don't know why, <laughs> shy, but. Um. 
Uh, we own chasing those are Molly all great. Too. I don't have any meds in that one. Okay. 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 All right. Now surprise category here. Um, we're just going to give you, you're not going to have to talk about anyone's work. We're really, we're going to come back to where it started for us with you. We're going to give you three prayers. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. That we're in chasing Molly. So we're not, I'm not going to like give you like deep avodah service, Rosh Hashanah cuts. Um, so Birkatama zone. Okay. The Ahavta and the four questions. Halayla Hazeh, Halayla Hazeh. What is your ranked order of those three? Uh, I'd say, oh man. Okay, give them to me. What, what was the first okay. one? Birkat Amazon. Okay. Avarai Navarach, right? Yeah, you should. Yeah. That, oh, that's such a good one. I mean, you uh, banish demons with it. You banish demons with it. That's one. So. It's my top. Uh, Vahavta. That's that's last. That's more of like I, I, like I, I agree. That one is just sort of like um it's filler. You know, you filler, get it every day. Yeah, it's filler. And then and then filler uh halal, you know, you know, manishtana. Yeah. That'll be yeah. So that would be the second one. And then the Vehofta is very much just like we all know what's happening here. I'm doing yeah. regular cleaning. <laughs> but if I gotta go like full out casting out a real demon, you know where you gotta go. You yeah. know, it yeah. would be so, Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. ranking the prayers. <laughs> <laughs> the That's the great. um we we did uh, you know at our summer camp growing up we do the beer Amazon with elaborate hand motions that are. <laughs> Most of them are just what the English the, word the sounds like. Yeah. And yes. it actually turns out to be a way of teaching the kids. But it's very funny. Now our kids go to the camp that we went to. And uh, uh, they, well, my kids go to the camp that all three of us went to. And they now do these hand motions to the beer. Oh, it's not so cute. So I love it. It's always like, yeah. Like some 50s <laughs> or doo wop, doo wop. And I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. As we wrap the show, we always love to do a section called shout outs and recommendations, shout outs and recs. And of course, goes without saying, and I'll go first today, Chasing Molly, but not just Chasing Molly, find Chasing Molly on Amazon Prime. You can watch it now um, or buy it because it is a buy. It is hilarious. And then go find Shelly Pack's YouTube channel because that's what I dove into. And it's got everything from the most delicious uh I don't know if it's FaceTime or Instagram lives with your Bubby, <laughs> which are just so sweet um, to the clips of uh, uh, planet, uh, the green uh, planet, G planet green, the keep it green. Yeah, it was on discovery channel. Planet green. Discovery yeah, channel. Keep it green. Yep. Um, you got it. And, and it also has some clips of Beverly Hills salon and it has Dashiell in its entirety, which is just absolutely beautiful. So beautiful. that is my top recommendation. But I will recommend a few other things. Number one, which of my sisters said that Gemstone season two was amazing? I forget. Becky. Which. It really was amazing. Like at the end of the first season of Righteous Gemstones, I said they just don't need to make another one because I, it, against all expectations for me, this was like an elevated game. And then the second season, I think, was better than the first season and also ended in a way where I'm like, I could have more, but I also don't need it. Um and I'll say that, like, like Danny McBride, like it, it, he's he, like he's. It's just it's operating on this like deeper level of emotions and comedy. And I wait, Becky. I'm glad you pushed me to watch season two because and it, and it isn't Great like show. season one. It is not a no. retread. I I was so happy because they had so much growth in the first season where I was like, oh, are they just gonna restart this? And they didn't. They really picked up mm -hmm. where they left off. So. Huge recommendation there. And I, it's not really an I told you show to Becky, but that's a thing, no. a prize we give for people if they recommend something you aren't going to watch. Um, and then the other one, I got to say, She-Hulk. She-Hulk is awesome. Ugh. It's funny. It has been a really fun thing to watch with my daughters and my wife. And like all of the things people are complaining about, which is, I guess, the breaking the fourth wall, The which, by the way, people are fine with in Deadpool. Right. Like, and I like Deadpool, but people are fine with it in Deadpool. But Tatiana Maslany does it, and people are like all complaining about it's it. It's like the fourth wall is the least of my problems. It is funny. <laughs> and like she's while, a lawyer and she's a Hulk, but that's, and she's green. That's like, the why? What? But that's the character. That is the okay. character. Okay. But sure. what, okay, so what it's it, no what one's it, fault. What it also has been, as you know, we love to talk to our kids while we watch things that are probably just a little too old for them. Like it 
and some people may argue that it's ham-handed at times, but there's some really great stuff about the way women are treated in the workplace and the way um, women, even women superheroes are treated. And it's been really fun to talk with the kids about that throughout the the show. And as I'll say over and over again, I think Tatiana Maslany is the, she the is greatest amazing. living actor. Yeah, yeah, I don't have, I think she's incredible. That's true. So those are my, those are my two big recommendations. Shelly, you're going to get to make some too, by the way. Okay. So just get ready while we are, you know. I've also (laughs) been watching She-Hulk. I saw Do Revenge, which we're just going to like bookmark that and talk about it on another episode. We're not going to start unpacking it, but I'll just say I saw it. And go check out Lily's tweets. And I tweeted about it. I don't Twitter. I don't be, use Twitter, but then I, but I went now hard there on, is a reason to follow Lily on Twitter. Yeah, I went hard on do revenge um, <laughs> on Twitter. And uh, we're really into criterion collection in our household right now. So we've been watching some like super old movies and enjoying that. We watched the champion, this movie from 19, 19- 49 with Kirk Douglas and man he was a smoke show he wow I gotta tell you also Jewish but that is it's it's a a good looking that is I don't I don't I kind of like fell asleep I was really tired I think it's a great movie but that's besides the point gorgeous my favorite Kirk Douglas movie still uh greedy With so Tom Hanks, and, uh, not Tom Hanks, with uh, Michael J. Fox. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's yes. a great movie. And but, um, oh my god, young Kirk Douglas. Wow. And your friend Ed Begley Jr. I believe is in that. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. my good buddy. Um. All right, Lily, what do you got for us? Um. I I did see Do Revenge. Check out my tweets. I have things to say. Um. I watched. Uh, I'm in. I'm watching Flight Attendant season two. Um, which is, which is good. I like season one better so far, but it's. Oh, I loved season two. You had COVID. No one knows when, like when you, (laughs) a COVID show, you can't really. No, no, I love that. You were in like a COVID stupor when you saw it, but it's good. It's fun. I, I, I'm enjoying her and I, it's, it's a fun show to watch. Um, I have had a weird week though, because you'll see, because then I'm on the last episode of the boys which Ooh, is that. that was gonna oh, be one of my recommendations get, get out i so this is a show that like i feel like i definitely need to fast because it is so like i'm so scared to recommend this show to anyone there first of all the it's warnings I, the warnings if you read the warnings like word for word before the episodes they are amazing they change for each episode and the yeah. warnings go from like everything in this episode was consensual we definitely don't think it's appropriate for anyone to watch. <laughs> so be very careful. No animals were harmed. Any sex was consensual with animals and humans and superheroes. And I literally turned to my husband and I was like, is this illegal? What are we about to see? And this season really takes it to another level, specifically yeah, the episode called Hero Gasm, which was like, that is- that's one of the best episodes I've ever seen. Bananas. I, that that episode was bananas. The season three is bananas. I have one episode left, and I do feel a little like guilt. Thank God, Young Bieber yeah. is coming up. I feel like a little weird watching it, but it's so good. But it's be so warned. good. I was that was gonna be one of my shows, and it is oh, so dark and I'm, so good. So I'm just dark. glad everyone's warning us about smoking now, and they're like massive, <laughs> like gore and smoking, and I'm like, and well, that off on the warning. right at the top. You can see the warnings of like sexual this yeah. and that, and, that, and like there will be cigarettes and so smoking. Careful. I was like, oh well, that pushed it too far. Too far. All the like <laughs> massive gore, like you know, hardcore hand mail, handmade tale rape. Um right. sorry for saying that on your show. No, um I do love okay. a handmaid's tale. I love dark. So as a comedian, oh, okay. a comedian, but I like watching like the boys. Like that's mm-hmm. my jam. Like but it's Which, so well written. It's it not is, just gore. It's, it's so smart. Right. And so political. Um, exactly. Did I interrupt your recommendations? No, that's okay. I'm so excited at the can, no, 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 that's no, it. It's a perfect can, segue. Yeah. Perfect segue. That's okay. Uh, I do, I mean, yeah, it's hard to recommend because then people like are like, are you like, are you okay? Wrong with you? Like, yeah. I'm so dark and creepy mm-hmm. that you think that's what I would want to watch. And I was like, I just think it's a well written show. All right, The Boys is so smart and well acted. Um, it's well acted. It's really well acted. Well acted. It's well written. It's smart. I really liked uh, Don't Look Up. 
this year. Oh, yeah. I hope uh-huh. you guys saw that. I, I like I, that a lot. As far as Adam comedy, McKay. I like a political, social comedy where like mm-hmm. it makes you think like, ah, that is kind of, and you know, so that's my kind of humor. I don't like silly. Mm-hmm. when stuff goes wrong I was like who's gonna clean that up like I get anxious about it like if they make a mess <laughs> um and I, was like, and I don't like a misunderstanding even though I write that because it is a comedy trope um but yeah dead uh dead to me my girl Liz Feldman yeah. great show beautiful uh, show beautiful I can't well wait there's supposed to be one more season right I I keep I was banned off Facebook I don't know why they just disabled oh. my account Oh no. And meanwhile, watching all these like uh, shows about these internet scammers who are like taking women's pictures. I'm like, but my account disabled. (laughs) These guys are like taking women's pictures and putting them on blast, but I get disabled. Um, I think I was hacked or whatever. But meanwhile, it's been a blessing because I'm just like, I don't know what's happening with anyone's lives or their kids or what day of school their kids are going to. I don't know. What day of school their kids are going to. That's amazing. I, I don't know now. And Not to guess. I have kids, and I don't care about people's pictures of their kids. So I, I'm. Congrats! Saying. Another year. I, what am I going to say? You know what I mean? I agree. But uh, I, I don't totally know agree. now. I don't know what day they're going to school. I have no clue. Uh, but those, <laughs> yeah, those are my recs. Uh, working moms, insecure girls, anything written by and produced by a woman and starring a woman. I just, you know, we got to support that. So yeah, for sure. And I know some of the writers on the boys are female. And so I know it's not just a boys, a boys club. club. It's got right. our, our, yeah. our girls in there too. So cool. Well, and Hacks? Did you see Hacks? No, I haven't. Is that one of your? Oh, that's, uh, a, that's, that's, a, that's a definite recommendation for you. Uh, okay. Yeah, All Hacks right, is done. absolutely fantastic. It, it rightly yeah, won HBO. the awards. Yeah, um, HBO. It's great. Um, well, we want to say a huge thank you to our amazing guests, and like. Some other guests before her doesn't realize what she's now inherited with this family, but she is part of the family. Uh, oh, and she's giving us a hug. We're giving her a hug too. Uh, um, Shelly Pack, you can follow her. Well, Shelly, tell people where people should follow you as you're as you say uh, yeah, your final you goodbye. Follow me mainly. I want you to watch my movie. Watch Chasing Molly. It's on Amazon Prime, Paramount Plus, uh, Epics. Anywhere you can stream, you can buy it. Walmart, Best Buy, Amazon. Get a hard copy. Um, if you want to follow me, I'm there, but I'm not active on social media. I mean, what a plug, huh? <laughs> <laughs> a good, chasing Molly, everyone. Becky, chasing Molly, follow- watch the movie. You all found me. If you want to find me, you can find me. I'm there. I'm Googleable. <laughs> but uh, mainly, watch the movie, and you know, it's a time to make people laugh. You know, let's uplift. That's what. That's why I make comedy. It's like when you're watching comedy and laughing, you're not in anger you're not stressed you're not hating anyone you're you're laughing so uh that's what that's what i recommend is to support comedy and women in comedy thank you so much shelly uh our uh you can follow friday night movie at friday night movie on twitter and instagram friday night friday night movie pod.com to sign up for our almost never newsletter um becky's at paper bk princess lily is at chichi k the letter k gomez on twitter that is a very complicated story shelly we can explain but uh it is a combination of nicknames and lily's married name sort of uh and um follow me at pancake and the number four table the theme music is by what does it eat and again huge thank you to shelly pack for joining the family shana tova everyone So I was like, mm, this is a very overachieving Jewish podcast. I like that. <laughs> this is. So I'm this the is same a, way. And I was like, I appreciate it. Great way to it. describe it. Yeah. Uh, we should change we our are, tagline, Shai. Just overachieving <laughs> Jewish, Jewish podcast. That's it. <laughs>